Hey, dude, this dog like stinks, man. Okay, groomer, do something about it, man. Welcome to our virtual salon. My name is Susie, and I'm your host. I'm a mobile groomer from Seattle, Washington, and anyone who knows me will tell you I love to talk, especially about my job. One of my favorite people to talk to is my friend and mentor and co-star of the show, Miss Barbara Bird. Hey, Susie, what's up? Hey, Barbara. Hello, groomers. What's up? Is it very soon going to be my birthday? Because I get to have a birthday just before your birthday. And it's coming up just around the corner about when this show is going to air. So welcome to episode 323 of the Groom Pod, recorded on January 9th. 2022 in Snohomish, Washington and Tucson, Arizona. This podcast is brought to you by listener support through Patreon and our donation button at the website and through our kind sponsors, Best Shot, Evolution Shears, Show Season, Groom More and Stazco. This week on the Groom Pod, we're going to talk facing your limitations, which is totally related to me having a birthday next month, next month, next week. And me too. And Barbara too. Barbara, what's new this week is brought to you by Groomore Software. This is our newest sponsor, and they have a wonderful offer for us. I'm loving the software. I'm using it more and more in every kind of way. I'm now using it to do my square charges. It's fantastic. I can't say enough wonderful things about it. And the code right now is GroomPod. So that gives you half off your first two months so that you can try it out. Barbara, what's new this week? Well, Susie, I uh, had the great experience of relearning that I can't groom alone anymore. Similar experiences. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm telling you, we're right in the same, <laughs> we're in the same bucket. Here. In the same headspace, at least. How did you end up by yourself? Well, because Yvonne called me the night before. She called me Thursday night. We're supposed to work Friday and Saturday together. And she said, uh, uh, you know, I've just got back from the hospital and I have water on the knee and I can't get out of bed. So she has water on the knee. That's her replaced knee. Oh, no, that's not good. That's weird. Yeah, I think so. It's weird. She had been to the hospital, but they hadn't done any kind of, they had, all they'd done is like drain it and send her home and give her some pain pills. And um, they didn't talk to her, but she said, well, you know, like, how could it happen? So I'm talking to her uh, while I'm at my computer. So I just started Googling water on the knee and I see that. It's sometimes caused by gout. And Yvonne has episodes of the gout. So I said, take a gout pill. Very smart. And take measures for gout because it's there. I mean, it's also rheumatoid arthritis. And she's been diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. But she's got no medication for that. I said, and ask your doctor to get you medication for that diagnosis because 
you know, it will help prevent this sort of thing from happening. And um, so, <laughs> you know, like she was very grateful for the assistance and she's feeling better now. Good. But I had a groom. I had six dogs. On six fr- dogs. Six dogs groom a Friday and like, six yeah six dogs to do on saturday oh that's brutal barbara and so look at so as soon as she called i thought oh i can't do it but what i also couldn't do was get into the fucking rescheduling thing i had just spent two days entering and fussing with my calendar for january and getting making sure that all my appointments were entered into the groom more and it takes time because I end up tweaking each client account and you know stuff like that so I thought well damn it I'm just gonna do it <laughs> uh, well ha ha it's right yeah so the the very first the first like I you know I'm just gonna do it power through so shit so shut up and don't listen to your inner whiner. (laughs) (laughs) So the first dog was Katie, the fat bearded collie in full coat. Oh, oh no. (laughs) I couldn't get her into the tub. Oh, Uh, so, you know, like, Doggone it. I, you know, I, I have the rolling hydraulic table, the Hanvey, yep, big boy or whatever he called it. And I wouldn't, I would not have made it through the last 10 years of grooming if I didn't have that. Um, and really, most bearded collies I could lift, but this girl is, she's overweight. She probably weighs 80 pounds, you know. And um, I get I get Katie, I get the table set up near the tub, and then you put the dog on the, you lower the tub, put the table, put the dog on the low table, push it next to the tub, and then the, you coax the dog into the tub. Well, there was no coaxing. (laughs) We had the refusal to be coaxed mode. And she not only sat there, she laid down on the table. There was no way. She was already in a lifted table. There's no way I could lift her up and put her over the edge if she wasn't going to go there. I mean, and she's 14 years old and she's overweight and you can't be, you know, actually pushing those dogs. You see, I wasn't her Auntie Yvonne. Oh, right. You aren't the usual bather. I don't usually bathe her. And she just didn't trust me <laughs> to, you know, help her get her her big whale body into the tub. And Yvonne knows how to do that. And they have a connection. And she goes right into the tub for Yvonne. And which is the only kind of large dogs that I will do anymore are dogs that practically groom themselves. Right? Well, and this is your so, first dog of the day. This is my first dog of my two days alone. 
You know, I had to face it that I wasn't going to get this dog in the tub. But you know what? I did it quite rapidly and without tears. Oh, good. The, f- the first time that something like that happened to me with a big dog in the tub, I cried right at the tub. I, I reached a physical limitation problem and I bawled. Um, but this time I just said, oh, yeah, <laughs> I can't get the dog <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that part. <laughs> uh, when I when I when I told when I told her owner that I couldn't get her in the tub and it dry cleaned her and said he said I was afraid of that. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up doing a a really thorough line brushing out of the coat using a best shot sentiments spray and um, a dry clean on her white feet. I used the spray dry shampoo and um, I did a good job and I got into some areas deep into the coat that I think maybe have not been fully addressed. Did you have to do a haircut or was it just a brush out? No, she's just a brush out, and although I, you know, I usually keep her feet trimmed, and we keep um, down her backside pretty close because um, she is old. And I mean, she was just as happy be- that I w- didn't get her in the tub because then you've got a dryer, and I did actually did a whole lot of her groom. Uh, while she was lying in there. That's convenient sometimes. I do a lot of that. You know, I just let her lie there, and I, I just I just rolled the table back to its spot where I had a, a stool, and I raised it just enough to be kind of in the perfect way for me to do her, and I just started working through the coat. And I did pay for it in a shoulder thing, couldn't. <laughs> Couldn't that no next day there was no like uh, <laughs> there's no brushing your uh, hair oh <laughs> no I no I just wore my hat you right see here yes. I just I did I just took the, look at it boy oh, I got it oh, yeah. so, I, <laughs> I just you know like okay we got a bad hair day from yesterday we'll just put on the beanie Barbara has a really <laughs> cool sequin black beanie. A little uh, beret, a beret, beret, a beret. (laughs) Yes, well, and it's one of my it's one of my easiest ways to just kind of uh, step up my my appearance. You know, I'll just put on the sequin bikini. The rest of me looks like an old hippie. (laughs) What was the name? I look like a comedian. Don't I look like don't I don't you recognize me? No. <laughs> I'm thinking, who does she look like? Uh there's a comedian that I look like. Well, but I if uh, it pops in your head, you'll have to yell it out. So I won't. It won't. I can't tell. I, it's not even in the birth canal. You know? <laughs> so what other dogs did you have to do by yourself okay, that first okay, day? Okay, so then well, oh then I had a little inter- a really interesting one that worked out. I have a seven, no, I have like a 14-week wire fox terrier puppy. Oh, lucky you. So maybe she's a little bit more than that. But she's a puppy, and he wants to hand strip her. And he asked me if I could glue the ears. Oh. 
Have you done that? Uh, no, but you know, no, actually I haven't done that, but I've have studied doing it. Right. And I did restudy doing it and I felt confident that I could do it because the, the, where you don't want to fuck up is you don't want to set it so that it makes the ears look ugly if they come out that way. You know, you've got to, be, you really are more concerned with the curve uh, from the back forward than you are at the exact placement of the front tab of the ear. Okay. So I learned, and the guy, the owner bought the stuff, but I did I get acquainted grooming with the dog uh, the the previous week, I didn't tell you about that, but I had a, you know, she is uh, really good about working around her head, which is unusual for a puppy. Right. But she is shit about, I mean, she is seriously aggressive about stopping the grooming of her legs. Oh. She got growly snappy. I mean, uh, grown-up growly snappy. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I you do. Know? And so I asked him, does she bite you when, when you groom her at home? He said, oh, yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> I said, she's really serious, isn't she? <laughs> he said, oh, yeah. I said, well, I think we need to be serious back at her. And I, I said, uh, you can't allow her to do that. He said, well, what am I supposed to do? And, <laughs> and I said, you know, take charge, dude. <laughs> this, and then, you know, I just I just tried to coach you. I said, you need to firmly draw the line. That, that's undesirable behavior. And uh, there's a lot of happier ways to deal with your emotions yeah you don't want to <laughs> deal with 15 years of that oh no i said it's gonna be up to you <laughs> so i didn't do any of that this week i i you know like i passed on that lesson <laughs> and i just did the i just paid attention to the ears and i did her ears they looked really good to me and um We'll see how that goes. So that was a that was a success, but then uh, at the end of the day, and then but then there was one that I I canceled the dog or rescheduled the dog, and but at the end of the day, my last dog I should have canceled. Oh, and I didn't. Oh, I know there was a dog in the book that was a question mark. I didn't remember who it was. This is really being 82 years old. <laughs> this is really it. You know, this shit comes at you every way. <laughs> and by that, I mean your own mistakes and your own oversights and your own fucks. And they just like, I just like, boom, bam, you didn't do that. You did this wrong. You know, like, so. So you had old uh, question marks show up. So I had a question mark showed up and she was a miniature poodle belongs to the ex-wife of the man who taught me to groom. Oh, well, 
Interesting. So that, I guess I never told that story, but there she was. And um, this was the second time I groomed her, but I just didn't get them information into the account. So I just had Beamer question mark in my written book. Uh, Beamer was there and I added the question mark and that's who it was. And that was the best dog of the week. I mean, we should bring miniature poodles back. I agree. I am on wholeheartedly. We should bring miniature poodles. This dog was so compliant. So, I mean, she extended her paw for me to do her poodle feet. She, you know, I mean, she just allowed me to do everything. And I just said, oh, where are these dogs? Yes. Where are the purebred poodles? The good, not the big ones. Yeah, no, this was a well-bred, because this ex-wife of the man who taught me to groom. Who was gay. Wasn't he gay? Yeah, he was gay, but this... Yeah, hey, I dated him. Right. <laughs> I dated him before he met her. <laughs> Some people, it's it's a journey, Barbara. It's a journey. <laughs> so... <laughs> so I dodged the bullet there. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. So this she is, got to find out that that he was gay, but guess what? So was she. Oh well, good enough. <laughs> so that that one had a really, <laughs> and, and they've been friends ever after. Oh, you know what yes. I mean? So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think it's a wonderful story. It is. It is a really lovely story. Everybody's hands are shaped differently. Mine certainly are. It can be hard to find the perfect shear, but there is a solution. Evolution shears are fully customizable with fixed ring, single, or double swivels. I like the double swivels best. They are all designed to prevent the repetitive stress injuries that occur as we groom. Evolution uses high-quality materials, and the shears come in curves, straights, thinners, and chunkers. There's a small learning curve, but the staff at Evolution will guide you through. You can put your hands on a pair of Evolution Shears at most grooming shows, but if you're not going to a show, go online to evolutionshears.com or call them at 877-560-3057 and buy yourself a pair. Be sure to ask for Chris. She's the cat's pajamas. Ron and Abby are super cool too. But wait, mention the Groom Pod when you place your order or put Groom Pod in the coupon code on the Evolution website and you'll receive $10 off each pair of shears. How cool is that? You know, I got down I got down to the fifth dog and I first of all I had her come in later for it's I did to, Can you bring can you bring her in at Two two thirty instead of one, because I knew I was running behind. You no know, problem. She comes in. She tells me that Daddy um, has bad COVID oh. and is fully vaxxed and boosted. Breakthrough case and it's kicking his ass. Oh. So that was bad. that was bad news. <clears throat> and then I, so I took the dog. And an hour later, I knew that I just didn't have another dog in me physically. Right, right. 
my hands hurt, my shoulder hurt, my back hurt, my knee was killing me. So I had to call her and say, and I just said, Gail, I'm having a break. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, what's happening? I said, I can't, I can't do Hannah. I just can't do the last dog. I'm so sorry. I didn't just reschedule you. And she said, don't worry about it. I'll be there. And, and you know what? This is the payoff for having engaging in personal relations with these clients. You're right. They, she's been a, a customer of mine for over 10 years, you know, and she knows how much I've given to the party. I game. love and honor that yeah, loyalty. You know, and, and, you know, and even though her husband has COVID real bad, she probably doesn't want to reschedule the damn dog. She brought her in, but she just says, don't think twice. We'll get around it. So that was, that was really good, but I'll tell you it, 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 the two days just wrecked me. I bet. I just, I just physically can't. I and I think it's mostly the, uh, that I can't do the bathing. Makes you know, sense. I think it's standing at the tub for too long, and um, and the drying is not easy on me either. Right. Although I'll tell you, I was using a combination of um, from show season of the the new South Park Blue Shed with Chrome Coat. It's not South Park, is it? Does it say South Park on it? It still says South Park okay. on it. But she bought the brand. Okay. She bought the whole brand. So it's just a subline at, at oh, good. show season. And um, That's I important really... for me to know for the next, when I do the next ads this next month. So that yeah. I can say show season or i can say south bark blueberry facial because i pulled the south bark out of there last time but good well uh to, you want to verify that yeah i'll verify that okay carry on okay so yeah it kicked your ass i know yeah <laughs> i had my ass so a kick too so but let me just tell you on a high note a good thing okay was that I um, I bought a, myself for Christmas, I bought myself a pet mat to use on my table. And I labored over the choice of colors. <laughs> and, and nothing really matched my, my blue uh, boat deck co- table cover from Hanvey. And I didn't, you know, I didn't want to go into black even though that goes well with that, because black on black just doesn't cut it. And one of the hardest things I have is seeing the edges, the fine edges of the black coats that I grew. It's such a challenge. It's really hard. So I decided to go with uh, pink and it's a, I thought it was a turquoise, but it turns out it's a mint green. Yeah. So I didn't, the mint green doesn't really work with my 
little color decor in my corner. So I flipped it over and I said, okay, I got pink hair. I got a pink pit mat. I never thought of myself as a pink person, Susie. I'm a, you know, I'm a, just a little bit tougher than that. Yeah, you're a little more, <laughs> you're a little more teal or turquoise than you are pink. I, I am. Yep. But pink has been working for me. It certainly does. So it has been working for me. So I thought, well, maybe it'll work for me on the table. You know what? God damn, Susie, I can see the dogs so much better. I think that's on wonderful. On that pink mat. And that black little mini poodle, uh, I scissored her up real nice because I could see it real nice. Oh, that's, you I know? think maybe I need to get and, a colored table top. Yeah, I I just highly recommend it. But, um, it's better than blue. And blue is pretty good. But there's a brightness of the pink that just um it may uh it's really a good visual backdrop yeah i like that it's a really good visual backdrop so and and i think you know what happens when you don't have a good contrasting mat is that uh they they just don't they items don't stand out that's for sure because my mat is black yeah, you yeah, get rid of that. I can't get rid of it. It's a really nice anti-fatigue mat that's really good for the older dogs, but I can top it. But the pet mat is that. Is it thick like this? Not it's not the thickness that matters. Well, Come on. yeah, it's okay. Not, well, let's get technical. It's not the thickness that matters. It's the material you know, that, okay, in a, you know, and thicker and softer is not necessarily more com- comfortable, right? Because, uh, just passing through, go ahead, go on. He's grumbling as he walks. <laughs> oh, you fabric that counts, you froze. Really, that- I'm not frozen. No, you were there for a minute. Just on my side, maybe. Oh, no, it says your internet connection is unstable. Yeah. Just for a minute. You're back. You're back. All right. Well, in- so I, anyway, I'm really happy because it. I think that it's offering, I was using this old yoga mat, mm-hmm. but the yoga mat has not only gotten kind of not so attractive, but it's also lost its ability to really, I mean, it's, it's flat. It's not visibly flatter, but it's just like not shock absorbing as much. It's not doing the job. And so this one is really working. All right. And I can see the dogs. Right. So so you can get it like, like orange or pink or some color that's... It's got several... Yeah. Yes. But whatever you do, whatever you buy, whatever you have your dog on, think about trying to have something uh, like... That, that doesn't... Pink, ac- right. That, that doesn't occur yeah. in the natural colors of the dogs. So yes. that it reflects the color and you can see those little tiny feet hairs that it are may, so You can see important. the contrast. It contrasts well. There you go. And uh, So I did my standard poodle puppy and I am right there with you. Oh my goodness, what a well-behaved, 
calm, comfortable, and cooperative, beautiful puppy. So I have a story, though. Okay. I did that appointment before the snow was fully melted. For sure from my house, because we're always two days after everybody else. But even in the lowlands, as we call it, the snow hadn't really quite melted. But most of the main roads were plowed. I hadn't been to this lady's house for, gosh, seven or eight years. She is a vet friend of mine. She's a relief vet, and she does home euthanasias. And she's just a wonderful person. I haven't seen her except for online for a very long time. So I hadn't been to her house. I kind of forgot where I was going. So I put it in Google and I slid out of my house and rolled down my driveway and made it to the road. It was it was terrible. And I thought, boy, I hope I'm doing the right thing. And I got on the main road and everything was fine. So I confidently drove towards her house and someone was so distracted while they were listening to this uh, podcast on the radio that... The car turned the wrong direction. I don't know what happened, but I, I was distracted and I, <laughs> I, I, I missed the turn. So Google rerouted me. Oh. It rerouted me down a very small one-way residential street that was compact ice. Ugh. And I was already around the corner. I couldn't get oh, purchased with to a back. Trailer. Yes. I couldn't back Ugh. out. I couldn't get out of the situation. I was stopped. My foot was on the brake, and I was just sliding down the street at a very slow pace. And there's cars parked on one side all the way down. Oh, God. Adventures in mobile grooming, right? I put it in four-wheel drive, and I just very slowly inched down the, the hill with my foot on the brake. And everything was going peachy keen until I saw a car behind me. <laughs> and this guy had probably studs on or something. He was a confident in the snow driver, but I couldn't go any faster than the one or two miles an hour I was going down this hill. Or I would have, the trailer was already kind of trying to buckle itself as I was going down. And the cars were expensive and the townhouses were pretty. And I was panicked. My heart was racing. And I made it down to a spot that leveled out a little bit. And I pulled over and I let the guy go past. But I still had a lot of neighborhood to navigate before I could get to a main road. At least it was not a hill, though. And I just crawled my way through this townhouse neighborhood until I got out the other side and was clear again. But, man, talk about feeling alive. <laughs> Boy, I felt I... <laughs> alive as I was sliding down that hill with my foot firmly planted on the brake. Like the wheels weren't moving. We were just headed down anyway. It was freaky. Oh. Yeah. And that very same morning, a lot of the mobiles, we all check in with each other in the morning. And uh, many of them had called it and weren't going out. And I was like, oh, no, I'm fine. And I would have been totally <laughs> fine. I could drive straight to her house, except for I took the wrong turn because <laughs> I was listening to something very engaging. I don't know what it was. Oh, such a moron. Anyway, I got there. And uh, like I said, I hadn't seen her except for online for like seven years. And I know she's not going to listen to this. It was so fantastic to reconnect with her. And her husband is a gourmet cook. Their kitchen is fantastic. The stuff that's coming out of there is amazing. He's going to make me sourdough bread the next time I go. Of course, all of this is completely irrelevant to the fact that I groom the dog. But needless to say, it was really nice to see her again. We love our sponsors. 
like show season. Let me tell you about my favorite show season products. True Tearless is a hypoallergenic, scent-free shampoo that really cleans and never, ever leaves a fragrance. Pair it with the hypo conditioner and you have a winning, smell-free combination. Results Rinse is an after-bath rinse that lightly conditions and protects without adding any weight to scissored coats. It aids in drying time and it helps with brush-outs, too. Show Season carries Barbara's Essential Oil Blends and Mellow Pet Shampoo, Blueberry Products, Delicious Colognes, Hemp Products, a Feline Line, Spa and Natural Options, and so much more. You can find Show Season animal products at all shows and through lots of distributors like Cascade Grooming Supplies. And you can check out all their products at their website, thebestpetshampoo.com, or call 678-382-0218. Make every season a show season. Got a good place to park. I went in, I met Mazikeen, and I gave her lots of cuddles and lots of treats because I always want them to think that the trailer is just a gigantic treat dispenser, at least when they're coming in as puppies. And I got her up on the bathtub, and it was so obvious Her structure is so beautiful, and the way she moves is so elegant, and her willingness and her kind face, man, they don't make enough poodles. Stop this doodle thing. Start going back to the poodles because they're lovely. I love her, and she's very. She's going to be a light-bodied dog, and then I started blowing her out. She had four inches of hair because we had to reschedule (laughs) twice, and for the girl who operates with a clipper vac... That was pretty intimidating, Barbara, to have that much hair to cut down. It was rough. I mean, it wasn't rough because I can happily say that I know the owner so well, and I realize she wants a maintenance cut. She doesn't want a floofy body. She and I, But I was trying to manage her expectations before I went in. I said, you know... I'm not the best poodle groomer. She goes, I don't care about that. Don't even worry about that. And then I blew out not a mat in this dog's coat. How does that happen? Not even a mat with all of that hair. And I know Teresa never touched her with a brush. There's no way. So I blew it out and I looked at how beautiful she was. And I thought, boy, I don't even want to touch this, but I have to. So I took my longest guard comb. I used that for the length of the legs because I need some guidance since my scissoring isn't great because of my hands. And I put a nice haircut on her. She let me do her feet, just like you were saying. She handed me her feet because she came from a show breeder who's a groomer. She put her little head in my hand and let me shave her beautiful muzzle. It was the best experience. It was like groomer therapy. It was so good for my soul to spend the time with this dog. Yeah, that's the way that was with my miniature poodle on Friday. You know, like it it just kind of... It, it actually saved the day, you know? Yeah, it was wonderful. And then I got to the top knot. Definitely my adversary. I mean, really difficult for me to do a decent top knot. And it was already so beautifully naturally shaped 
So I just kind of shaved the face and I did a puppy top knot and left it a little floppy and beautiful and kind of just took the air out of it, you know, basically the places that I could really see through. And she came out fabulous and I walked up to the door with her and she gave me lots of love and was so happy and joyous and enjoyed her bath and the whole experience. And they flipped out because she looked so good for what they wanted. They Their expectations matched my abilities, which... You know, otherwise I probably wouldn't That's have taken great. it on. <laughs> otherwise, you wouldn't be telling us. Yeah, it, right. <laughs> I, I would probably be cursing like I'm going to do a little later. <laughs> no, it was a really great therapeutic experience. And I'm so glad to have that connection with her and with her dog. Because really, you can't have enough relationships with veterinarians. I've got three in my client base. I am blessed to have three different clients. I'm feeling absent. I, I have a new vet, but they, he's not getting it about who I am. Yeah, that's a problem. You know, and I I don't know how to say, look, <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> you know, let's uh, interact here a little bit. You know, he's just uh, treating me like everybody else. Well, guess what? I'm not everybody else. Yeah, um, I, I'm a partner at this party, and uh, I, you know what? It's I've been to him enough times now, and he's never put it together, and he, you know, he never recognizes me. Your longevity in the animal industry says a lot about what your knowledge is. I mean, you have to honor that. But he's just looking at me like an old groomer. Yeah, you know, yep. he's not. He, you know, like, and, I, and so, you know, okay, I can't say, Google me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <You're>, yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually kind of looking around. You want to have a good connection. And I have my avian exotic vet. Yeah. And then I have Teresa, who I met through my many years in the grooming or in the veterinary industry. Actually, all three of them came from my work at vet hospitals. And I'm so grateful for each and every one of them. And all of them are willing to give me something that is so valuable. And that is their time to answer my stupid questions. It's not often that you have a friend that you got this knowledge base that you don't usually have access without a professional appointment. And yet I can email or text them and they will take time out of their day to answer me back about my client's pets, not even all my own. I wouldn't hesitate to do it with my own pets because I know them as friends. But I can ask a client question and get a response from any one of these three people. And I'm so grateful for it. I had one relationship like that. And his clinic was only maybe 10 blocks away from my shop. So he was available in urgencies, emergencies. Yep. And he also, and he's also the vet who tried to hire me three times. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, but he, you know, he moved too far from me and he wanted me to come out into Marana and be the clinic vet, but I didn't want to get a vet job and one that was 30 minutes away. Oh, you know? I understand. And so, and actually maybe like 45 minutes away. So yeah. anyway, and nonetheless, so I, I'm, and he's retired now, so I miss him. But I, I think 
that's such a valuable resource when you have a veterinarian that will really talk to you uh, as an equal. Not that you're a vet, but that you can discuss certain things, you know, that you know a little bit about behavior and yeah, the language, the veterinary language, and all of that stuff. So, hey, the behavior class with Chrissy Newmeyer-Smith. Yeah. Oh, I'm having the time of my life. That is my area. Man, it is so cool. You have a choice of where to spend your educational dollars. It is really fun to chase, the to go down the rabbit hole of an interest specific, like the behavior on the table interest, you know, and to follow it into a whole different vein than then you can apply every single day to your job. It's been cool. I, and it's one hour a week on Wednesdays and there's homework assignments and there's discussion and it's just right up my alley. And I really like that type of learning. For me, it works really well. So I spent my educational dollars there, although I probably will go to the local trade show as well. But I'm learning to use the Internet um, and find valuable resources out there from my own house these days because traveling, once again, is not overly encouraged right now because everybody's sick. And it's not like everybody's dying, but everybody's sick and it makes it hard. So anyway, let's take a break. Let me tell you about the newest thing from Best Shots Ultramax Pro line. I'm seriously stoked about these products. First up is Ultramax Hair Hold Spray. It's a mindfully created aerosol-free styling spray. It's flexible and can be layered on for a stronger hold. It's quick drying and has the Ultramax Delicate Sweet Pea Fragrance. Next up is my favorite new product in a long time. It's called the Max and I love it to the max. It's a fragrance-free ultra-concentrate conditioner and detangler. It's so concentrated that one small bottle makes 10 quarts. It reduces drying time, extends manageability, and aids you in achieving optimal coat performance. Mats and tangles brush away more easily, and it turns your recirculator into a de-shedding machine. Just a few drops in the final rinse or spray it on and dry it in. It's amazing. Check it all out at ultramaxpro.com and see why Barbara and I are so excited. That's ultramaxpro.com. Contact your favorite Best Shot distributor and order some Max and Hair Hold Spray today. For over 30 years, Best Shot has been making masterpieces out of nightmares in record time. Made from the best stuff on earth. Ready, groomers? Here comes our first appointment. Knowing when is enough. It's a question we probably don't think about when we are young, but as we get more experience, both in life and in grooming, things happen that cause us to pause and ponder. Is it time for me to limit what I'm doing every day? I still feel like Superman for the most part, but a few days ago, I was slapped around by my own limitations. For a while now, I've had a slightly injured shoulder. And it's, I've gone to physical therapy. I'm doing my exercises. It seems to be getting better, but I tape it. I've been taping it for a while. Well, I woke up with an injury because that's what happens when you're about to be 60 years old. And I think it happens like for the rest of your life from 60 on, you wake up with an injury. You don't have any clue how it happened, but my 
slightly injured shoulder was no longer functional. I could not lift my hand in front of me, and it's my right hand, past old boob level about. I couldn't hold it out there. It was so acutely painful. I was shocked. You know, maybe I slept wrong. I don't know. But it was bad. And I was hoping it was a bad dream. You know, like when you are in the competition ring in your underwear and then you shake yourself awake. But it wasn't. (laughs) It was actually reality. I had a messed up arm. Oh, fuck. There's nothing else to say but oh, fuck. What am I going to do? I didn't know how it was going to affect my day, much less how it would affect going forward in my career. But it shook me up, Barbara. So as you all know, and Barbara especially, I have too many clients. I am way overbooked. I am not taking days off, and I'm not paying attention to taking care of myself in that respect. I have this absurd loyalty to my people. I'm so loyal to them. I love them. I am so excited when somebody like Teresa comes back from seven years and I get to see and be part of her life and see her kid all grown up and all of that stuff. So I have a difficult time turning people away. But I took advantage (laughs) of the pain and I immediately dumped three golden retrievers. (laughs) I love this. A A sheep doodle. A golden doodle and an air, the Airedale puppy. Uh, and I know. But it's not so much that I can't. Well, I should probably say my bathtub is waist high. I have to lift the dogs to my waist to get into the bathtub. And the really big dogs, then I am raising my arm way above my shoulder height to work on them, at least for the top third of their body. I can't. I, and there was no way I was going to be able to do that with the way my arm was. I just was panicked. Yeah, no, I understand totally. It's exactly, it's, it's working with your hand raised. That hurts your shoulder. It's bad. Bad, bad. Anything that's that's over the natural lift of your arm, anything that's even just a little bit, even just like four inches too high, and you're stressing your shoulder. Because I have a suf- such a tough time breaking up with people, I oh. figured I would take the opportunity right then and there while I was completely crippled, and I did this. I cut that many people out, and several of those are dogs that are exclusively scheduled on my days off. So I was comfortable doing it, although only because I was being forced to do it. If my arm didn't hurt, I probably wouldn't have had the balls to do it, to cut those people off. But I need to. I really, really need to. Because the fact is, my people that are getting new dogs are getting small dogs. They're getting dogs. They would love to see me. They would love to fill my client base back up, (laughs) fill these spaces back up. But I don't want to fill these spaces back up. That's the point. The point is to get my days off back. I mean, it's been months. I look at my schedule for this month again. It's all full. I have no days off except for the day I go to the dentist. That's that's my only day And that sucks, you know? That's a sucky day off right there. So I I didn't know if I was going to have to have surgery, which would mean no grooming at all, or if I I should just take this as a big, huge warning that I have to not do, and it's not... Heavy dogs, it's tall dogs. 
the doodles, they all fall into that category. They're all too tall. It doesn't matter what they say, how how much of a miniature golden doodle it's going to be. It's still going to be taller than I can really manage. So I went to work and I had all small dogs. And it turns out with the combination of my hydraulic table and my hydraulic stool, I can actually raise myself high enough above my table to comfortably work on smaller dogs. I can do it as my shoulder heals. And then lo and behold, I got the movement back. But I am not going to just rest on my laurels here. I'm going to cut the rest of my big dogs. I'm going to look through my client base and I'm going to do it. But I, I need encouragement. Seem pretty encouraged to me, girl. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Yeah, you need to do it. You need to do it. I'm allowed to make exceptions, though. Like, for instance, my nephew's lab. It's not very tall, and I don't have to do any brushing. I think I'll keep that one because it's my nephew. Yeah, yeah. I can. Yeah. I don't have to dump every single large dog, but That's I do. That's right. The more cooperative ones deserve a second look okay you know the more cooperative dogs with me the struggle is another equal factor to the size and shape and that kind of thing and the weight itself it's the struggle and um if they jump if they'll jump up with front legs on the tub and you can boost them into the tub that's real helpful if they'll jump up on a on a table, uh, or even step up on your lower table, that's helpful. Um, and then, of course, this what angers me is that Yvonne is now grooming sitting down, but she lets the adjustable stool sink to its lowest level. And grooms there, and then that means she's raising her arm up too high, and you know, and and then she wonders why she's got this terminal shoulder problem. Yes, and I, you know, I keep trying to tell her, you gotta keep that stool high enough to raise your arm so that it's not lifting above the natural line of the shoulder, and. It's so hard to teach people that. It's I just really acknowledge you for recognizing that. And, you know, the, as we put in the years into this business and there's wear and tear on our body, you have to take measures to control that. And that's what you're doing. There's good, loyal customers with doable dogs. Yeah, that's you the know, thing. They, you know, they're there. They're there. You know, your forte is actually working with the more difficult dogs, not just doing a good large dog. Time to start to focus in. Yeah, time to start to focus in. And... Uh, I mean, I remember uh, there were a couple of customers that I cut out as I got older that I actually wept. I, 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 both of us wept when I sent the standard poodle over to, I, over to another groomer, you know, and having another groomer to send people to was part of what made it possible for me to give up some of my 
larger dogs. I wasn't even too terribly unhappy when the Springer Spaniel woman with the two beautiful Springers quit me because, you know, like, first of all, she was like far too picky. Um, and uh, I mean, really, I, I really did a nice job. <laughs> and, but she was, she was just kind of committed to pickiness and that that was a pro and the dogs were cooperative and they were lovely but they were just like too large i needed to stand up to groom them i needed you know yes uh, i totally yeah, know yeah so that 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 was hard because i really wanted to develop expertise in non like sporting dogs but oh fuck it <laughs> let it go you know let it go let her go you know so yeah so i've got two other doodles that are not nearly as big as the other two and the yeah. lady brushes the dogs really well and i have them scheduled on a monday which is a normal work day for me i may keep her because yeah. once again very cooperative dogs owner that brushes the other dogs are really lovely dogs but they're just too big they're too big for me. I can barely get them and they don't, you know, it's, I don't know why. I like them. I like the family. I'm sorry that I'm not going to well, see them grow you know, up. I love, I love big dogs. Yeah, that too. I love a dog that you can pet without bending at the waist. Yep. You know. <laughs> One that can put their head on your knee. <laughs> you know, like this is what I loved about Arturo, my birth. Yeah. You know, I could just, he would just stand beside me and I could just put my hand down and be touching his back or his head or whatever. And it was just like, oh, this is so easy. <laughs> I like this, you know, I mean, I love a big dog and I've always had, this is the first time I'm without a big dog of my own. So the two golden retrievers at the one house that I do on Sunday... She is a vet tech I used to work for, and her dogs are extremely undisciplined. And they hurt me when I try to turn them around because they're big and undisciplined. So, yeah, out of here. Yeah, so I she just brought home from her mother's house in Florida, who is a hoarder, a little chihuahua. It's an adorable chihuahua, long-haired chihuahua. Um, <laughs> the thought was that I'm, I'm going to eliminate them because they're a Sunday, right? Good choice. Eliminate them. So her response was, oh, that's awful. I know, because she also had a shoulder surgery. So she gets it, and she said, boy, any chance I can just put my dogs in your bathtub and wash them? And I, and I love the idea of that. And then I'm like, wait a minute. That doesn't give me my Sunday back. <laughs> That's a bad idea. It's bad. So I'm going to have to figure out how to negate that idea without hurting her feelings Um and I don't know. I'll have to combine her with someone else down there if I want to do the little dog. The little dog's pretty cute, though. Takes me almost no time. But I can't justify a trip down there just for the little dog unless she wants to give me $100 for the little dog, and then I would. We'll see how that goes. But I'm glad to have your support. I may need it more in the future as people push back against my decision. But I think for the most part, everybody knows this is coming I'm getting older. I've been doing it for a long time. I'm taped up in eight ways to Sunday on different parts of my body. And uh, I don't think people will, I don't think people will be mad. People aren't mad. Uh, I mean, my experience was that people were glad to know that I wasn't 
denying my limitations, that I was acknowledging them. And, you know, and it just so happened that my, my assistant Yvonne is also over 60. And so we're just the two nannies, you know, and and my customers are just like, glad I'm keeping on to the extent that I am. Okay. Those ones that you keep will admire you all the more for being able to endure. Thank you for that. That's what I needed to hear. That's why I asked for the encouragement. It's scary to step back a little. Right. And it's, you know, and it's overall, like you say, the way that we work, it's a relationship not only with the dogs, but with the people. And when you've got people that you like to dance with, metaphorically, you know, it's hard, it's hard to give them up because that's part of what you do. Yeah. You go to a place and you enjoy the people and then you play with their dog. You it's know? true. I share the uh, stories, then I make their dogs yeah. happy, and that makes the people happy, and then I get to go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm totally with you, girlfriend, so. Okay. I, I'm doing it then. I'm just going to, I'm going to continue the excision of people. All right. Okay, cool. Well, That brings us to an hour, and I guess we will wrap this up. I have one small dog, yay, to do this afternoon with my somewhat healed already shoulder. But believe me, the memory of that pain will be right on the forefront of my mind as I go through (laughs) the people I've got scheduled for the next few weeks and see what I can do. Yeah, Yeah, you've got to watch that shoulder because it's so limiting, and it is very you know, it's hard to do anything without your shoulder. Pull up your pants. Yeah, I know. You get to realize all the things that a certain joint does. Brush your hair. <laughs> I'm going for x-ray, hip x-rays. Uh, yeah, we got to face, I'm possibly facing two surgeries. I just don't know. You know, my primary care and I are just like taking a look at what I can do realistically. Right. I mean, what I can, what I can mend and what I can't. <laughs> I get it. I get it. All right. Cool. Well, thank you for supporting our sponsors. Thank you very much for supporting Barbara and I. Eight years, Barbara. We're going strong. Still talking every week. It's so fantastic. <laughs> and we're happy you guys are here with us. Happy grooming, everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye now. Take care of yourselves.